Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Are you ready? I think so. Do you have your lozenges? Check. Do you have your nasal spray? Check. Do you have your cough syrup? Check. All right. I think we're ready for this cold open. <laughs> I get it because I'm sick. But I'm... All right, colonels. Welcome back to another fabulous episode of break out the popcorn featuring your two favorite movie reviewers is that what we're calling ourselves no, no we're we work the concession stand no <laughs> no that was just for the last episode we had that job title oh okay now we're we've, just podcasters. We've been promoted to podcasters who review movies and then tell y'all about them and then y'all go watch them and it's just an endless cycle and you guys tell us about them exactly so I don't know if y'all can hear it. I'm very stuffy. You are? Um, I I have really bad allergies. <laughs> and I came home from work, super tired, and I fell asleep. And when I fell asleep, I fell asleep with my mouth open and the fan going. And I don't know if you allergy people out there feel my pain, but... I do that all the time. It gets really bad. You, you're okay when that happens? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, I get fucked up. So. Well, I also think it's just allergies, allergies in general, because literally everybody I know is fucked up right now. You sound a little stuffy, too. That might have just been the Pop-Tart that I was eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I got a little hungry before we started this episode, so I'm just finishing my way through it. I was told that because of the Texas freeze, we didn't get a lot of pollen, and so now everything is coming to bloom and pollen is everywhere. So I don't know how true that is. Scientists, if you're listening, please fact check that for me. You know, I saw a lot of people on TikTok saying, the weather is so nice this weekend, but they're up there in like Michigan or Pennsylvania, and they're like, it's 77 degrees. <laughs> Leave me alone. Here in Baby, Texas. it's like 111. No, it was like 94 on Saturday. What feels no, like. 104. Uh, it felt like 104? Yeah. Uh, I thought it said it's 95 degrees at night. What? I can't even say what on earth because this is hell right now. Nah. Hell at least has AC. You open up the door and literally like you're just hit in the face with hot air. It feels like you're getting hit in the face by Satan's nutsack. It oh feels my like God. you're being mugged by a swamp monster. It's just so <laughs> sticky. You're being by it's a so swamp sticky monster. and hot and gross. I don't think swamps are hot. No, but I, I when I picture them, I think of like humid, okay, and disgusting. I, I think of Shrek. Speaking of Shrek, we're gonna go ahead and give you the movie that we recommend for the week. Connie, hit us off. It's not Shrek. 
<laughs> it's not Shrek. No, right. <laughs> no. We um we actually went through Hulu's list of you know Pride movies because of course it is Pride Month. Right. Um, and we've actually been wanting to see this movie for quite a while. I just don't think either of us has actually sat down to watch it. But it oh, came wait, out. No, I've definitely watched this movie. You have? Yeah. Oh, is it the one you rented on Redbox? I think so. I remember we watched... Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. all together. But Rocket Man. I wanted to watch Rocket Man. I didn't get a chance to. I think you definitely watched Rocket Man and you fell asleep. I might have fallen asleep. But anyways, it's on my watch list on Hulu. It oh my is God. Rocket Man, the biography of Elton John, who is still with us. So don't RIP this man. So it's a story of Elton John's life from his years as a prod- prodigy at the Royal Academy of Music through his influential and enduring musical partnership with Bernie Taupin. Toppin? Toppin? Okay. I'll take your word for whatever you say. I, I don't we don't judge each other. We don't no, judge each other's name vocabulary it's in this fine. podcast. So on this episode, do you just want to kind of jump right into it? I mean... Well, I was going to say we're not going to give any uh, reviews on the movie of the week. We're just going to let y'all decide. Um, I personally already have my review on that movie in my head. But... Uh, yeah, like I said, we're just not going to give them... This is just a movie for you to watch. This yeah. isn't a movie we're going to discuss at this moment. Maybe in the future, but not at this moment exactly. So, um... Oh, one more thing. Y'all are going to hear me sniffle a lot. It's okay. So be ready for that. That's an AMR of me sniffling. ASMR? That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. So, um, some movies that we are excited to watch that we definitely procured by legal means are going to be Cruella... The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and um, Batman Ninja. Wait, what are we doing with this? We're watching them oh, yeah, sometime yeah, 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 within yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually going to be covering Batman Ninja. Okay. And if I'm anybody sure knows about Batman Ninja, oh my God, be ready. All right. So this episode is actually a versus. I know we haven't done one of these since I think The Craft Legacy. Maybe. Well, The Craft and The Craft Legacy, yeah. I just come up with too many things and then decide to shove them onto the podcast. It has been quite a while since we've done a versus, so we wanted to bring it back for you and it was kind of inspired by a movie we watched in theaters a while back it was the quiet place 2, the sequel to the movie that we're covering today yes the quiet place um but we're doing the quiet quiet place a quiet place the quiet place it's all the same um but we're going to be covering a quiet place versus bird box and if you haven't seen either of these movies where have you been at What's going on? Do y'all not remember the bird box challenge that was going on around everywhere? That Netflix and multiple police agencies had to release a statement (laughs) asking people not to after a girl in Utah crashed her car. (laughs) I mean, where, where have you been for these two iconic movies that came out in the same year, weirdly enough? Even if you have a Tesla that does not give you the right to drive with the blindfold on no please do not <laughs> so um the reason we're covering it is we know that they're older movies but at the time these concepts were so original right they had been done in a sense but not in these ways before right. so bird box was actually one of netflix's best original movies and it kind of you know they already had tv shows that were great but as far as movies goes it was really hit or miss with netflix movies yeah i mean i really like a lot of the netflix originals bird box was bird box was was one of the earlier ones yeah um but a quiet place quiet place is also really cool because it has john krasinski yeah yeah but um bird box has sandra bullock Ooh. and machine gun kelly damn it (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) and i think the reason that a lot of people were kind of like 
this is a fucking Netflix original was because it had Sandra Bullock in it. Yeah. And that was like a top tier actor in a fucking A list or you know what I meant. But as a plus, the sorry, a quiet you got me saying the quiet place. A quiet place came out April sixth, twenty eighteen, on my mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. And Bird Box came out December twenty first, which is Nobody we know. Nobody's birthday. Nobody we know. It is <laughs> two days after mine. <laughs> it is two days after yours. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three days before my dad's. Yeah. So yeah. right there. there and then go. what is it like five days before Ronnie's? Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie's is the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So question. What's up? Before we get into these movies, I want to ask, would you rather not be able to see or not be able to make any noise? <laughs> not be able to see. <laughs> I'd rather not be able to see. Dude, I'm already sick. I'm always sick. You're not wrong. I always have allergies. Like, I'm getting yeeted off the face of the Dear earth. Dear God, could you imagine somebody, like, in a quiet place? Just, <laughs> I'd be done. <laughs> Just one of those. Just one of those bad boys. Honestly. Um, well, I'm blind as it is, so... Just take your glasses off and you couldn't see the demons anyway. You were correct. You're not wrong. But I feel like it might be easier um, to not, not make any noise. Really? Yeah, because like, I, I have to see like navigation-wise. Like, uh... Baby, you couldn't go without Pop-Tarts. You know, you caught me there. <laughs> you really did. No Panda Express. No, but my my note on here was that I would most definitely die pretty immediately. Oh, yeah, Either yeah, way, yeah, 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 I am yeah, not yeah. surviving this. I could. I've always wanted to go full Kenji, full like blind samurai, but uh, yeah, I think that's that's just my strong suit at this point. I'm gonna have to play the blind samurai versus. But like, you're not very blind without your glasses. No, definitely not. So I mean, it'd be kind of hard, but. Mm. Ooh, and uh, never mind. That spoils the end of the book. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to go ahead and jump into reading the plot of A Quiet Place for us, um, let's get started. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and preface this with, if y'all hear me mess up, it's not because I'm a bad reader, meanies. It's because I have a lot of allergies and medications and sniffles. Okay. So, this movie begins 89 days into an apocalyptic-type setting where the Earth has been invaded by these blind aliens. Why are they blind? Who knows? But, they are hypersensitive to sound. So, in order to survive, you have to be extremely quiet, making virtually no sound at all. Because of this, of course, most of the human population has been completely annihilated. These creatures are almost impossible to to kill with skin that is impenetrable by bullets or most explosives. Our main characters, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you shot them with a fucking tank. Mm, It might push them, but it definitely wouldn't kill them. I think a tank is going to get through that. Unless they got shot with a shotgun and nothing happened. Baby, a tank versus a shotgun. Tomato, tomato. Tank bullet? Shotgun bullet. You know they can't see you. I know. Okay. I'm talking to you. All right. All right. Anyway. Oh, and I'm pretty sure if you drop a nuke, I don't think they're cockroaches either. You never know. Maybe. Uh, So our main characters are the Abbott family, which consists of a father, a mother, a deaf, a deaf, I'm sorry, 
it's with the allergies, a deaf teenage daughter and two younger sons. I won't really bother with the names too much because there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie anyways. They communicate in ASL, i.e. sign language. American sign language. You know what I meant. You know there's different types, right? Is there Mexican sign language? That'd be dope. I'm pretty sure there's Spanish. But is there Mexican? Rico. No, 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 no. I'm just saying Mexican because Mexican Spanish is different from like Panamanian Spanish. I mean, yeah, but I don't know if there, there's probably like slang in sign language. So like it would just be generalized as Spanish. I mean, I'm, I'm very sure. uncultured to the, to the sign language. I'm not being like funny. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Cause I mean, there's like British sign language. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Cause train trolley stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I see it. I get it. I fucks with it. I'm going to learn like Japanese sign language. That'd be cool. That way, like, we can communicate in Japanese sign language. And, like, oh, okay. even somebody that knows sign language is like, I can't understand. Okay. The code is too deep. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, they communicate in American sign language because they're already familiar with it due to the daughter. So, this family lives on a little farm on the outskirts of a deserted town. The roads are lined with sand so that they don't make any noise when they walk. And they also walk barefoot, which is weird, but it makes sense. So there's this grocery store slash pharmacy in town that everybody seems to have ransacked. But it always weirdly still has just the things that they need. But a very cool movie detail is that they've left all the loud foods like chips in the store. The youngest of the son picks up a battery-powered shuttle that lights up and makes noise, but the dad quickly takes it away because, duh, the noise. So the daughter then gives the toy back to him, minus the batteries. But kids will be kids, so he picked up the other batteries and went on their way. So even though they've been living in silence for over a year, the child activates the super loud toy and gets yeeted by a monster like, little buddy gone. Yeah, he, like, the dad turned around, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then before you even yeah. do it, the kid you just... You hear the wee-wee-wee, and everybody's just like, fuck. Tommy, what the fuck did you do? They didn't even have time to say, Tommy, what the fuck did you no. do? <laughs> they just turned around, and they're like, oh, he's gone. Right. So a little over a year passes, and it's day 472. We find out that the mother is pregnant, which is highly irresponsible, John Krasinski. Wear a condom. Didn't you learn with Pam? Granted, the tinfoil of the condom might be a little too loud. I was going to make a joke. And Pam? But there are a lot of people listening to this, and I do not want to make a joke. That is highly inappropriate. Don't make it. But they are not that loud. Moving on. Anyway. So, (laughs) whatever. The father has decked out this basement in surveillance cameras, monitors, a ton of radios and electronics, trying to contact the outside world or anybody else who might be possibly out there. So while trying to fix his daughter's consular earplant, implant, implant, it's still an earplant. It's an implant. It's an earplant, too. They're implanting it into the ear. Actually, it's in the brain. Okay. Anyway. He has also somehow made a makeshift soundproof crib for the baby. And it included an oxygen tank with a baby-sized oxygen mask. So, you know, hella lucky. In case they needed to close the child inside of the crib. Honestly, what are the odds of them finding a baby-sized oxygen mask? I don't know. We what don't pharmacy need, keeps, We don't like, have those in my department. Granted, I guess pharmacies keep, like, oxygen tanks. For babies? 
No, no, the oxygen tanks can be used for anybody. Oh, I meant like the mask. Sorry. Granted, kids have asthma, so you put. Do they take it from like a CPAP? Do they take it from like a CPAP machine? I don't think so. But I had one of those when I was a kid. I had one of those when I was a kid too. Uh-huh. Which, granted, it could have helped like right about now. Honestly, but um, that was like premium air right there. That was premium air. Um, what am I thinking about? Yeah, no, it was just regular like mask size, like. No, it was like I definitely had a kid size one. I feel really. I, I don't know. I think we just had like standard mask one. Mm, I don't know. Weird. I don't know. It was my <laughs> grandma's. Uh, so really fun. We learned that the family eats dinner on lettuce plates. That's odd. So now it's day seven hundred and three. Sorry, four hundred seventy three. Yep. My brain's a little robotussened out. It's okay. <laughs> and the dad is doing chores like pouring more sand onto the walking paths tinkering with his daughter's consular implant better uh-huh. okay and all that jazz he added amplifiers to it but his daughter doesn't want to try it because it never actually works so you know average teenage angsty daughter uh so the dad decides to go on an excursion and he wants to take the son out with him the son doesn't want to go too but the daughter does instead the dad makes the daughter stay home to take care of the mother. And the son goes with him like originally planned. Upset, the daughter goes to her room, tries on her new consular implant. And when it doesn't work, she just gets even more upset, packing a bag and then leaving the farm and her mother. The father and son have taken a trip over the river, though. And the father teaches the son that making small sounds are okay as long as, they're loud, as, long as there are louder sounds nearby to hide the smaller sounds. They stand next to a waterfall and talk freely. The son tells the father that the daughter blames herself for the young son's death and how she feels like he no longer loves her. While the father and son are by the river, the daughter is visiting the makeshift memorial site for the younger brother who died because she's feeling a little bit guilty about his death, thinking she caused it by giving him the toy back. While alone at the house, the mother goes into labor. While making her way to the basement, which has been soundproof, she steps on an exposed nail from snagging the laundry basket earlier and drops a glass picture frame, alerting a nearby monster. Because the monsters are blind, they've rigged up lights to be different colors, and red means that there's danger or an emergency. The mother flips on the light switch to red, alerting her family, and seeing this, the father instructs the son to set off fireworks as a distraction, as I'm assuming they've planned this out thoroughly. The mother ends up giving birth in the bathtub, and the father finds her and their newborn son in there when he gets inside of the house. The father then takes them down into the basement and leaves them to find their other children. The mother falls asleep, but when she wakes up, she finds that the basement has broken... Yeah, sorry. I thought it said that she had broken water. (laughs) She already had the baby. The basement has a broken water pipe and is now flooded. So I guess her and that house are pregnant. (laughs) Sorry, bad joke. But not only that, there's monsters out of the basement with her. Quietly picking up her sleeping baby, she hides behind the waterfall, flooding the room. So the son is walking back towards the house when he hears a monster, and he runs into the cornfield. Cornfield. Can you imagine the noise? It would be so loud. It would be. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so far away. <laughs> That's what made me turn around. I was trying I didn't know to you were be, behind me. I was trying to be far away just so I didn't make any noise, but... It worked out negatively in my favor. <laughs> but he runs into a tractor wheel, knocking himself the fuck out. So his sister is returning home, completely oblivious. She sees a flashing, blinking in the cornfield and goes to check it out. 
Not hearing the monster, he creeps up behind her. But her consular implant reacts to the proximity of the monster and emits a high-pitched feedback, which basically repels the monster. Getting away from the monster, they take refuge on top of a grain silo, and unfortunately, the sun falls into the silo when the hatch door gives. And the monster that was in the basement is now headed towards them. Then they got a couple of those motherfuckers chasing after them. Once again, the creature gets too close. The daughter's consular implant reacts to the proximity of the monster, emitting a high-pitched sound, like the last time, that repels it. After the monster's gone, the brother and sister escape and find their father. The monster then returns, attacking the father while the children hide in a pickup truck. This causes the son to scream, drawing it away from the father, and when it gets close, the high-pitched feedback starts again, but the daughter switches her implant off for some reason? But the father signs to his daughter that he loves her and yells to draw the monster back towards him to save his children. R.I.P. John Krasinski. Really quick, I just wanted to say a fun fact. I wrote that he said he loves his daughter, but the actress who played her actually um, recommended that instead of saying, you know, I love you to the daughter because she felt that he didn't love her, he should say, I've always loved you. And the reason they got put in the movie is because it made John Krasinski cry. I did not know that. That was a very good fun fact. You're welcome. But the plot must go on. So the kids end up rolling the pickup truck downhill because they can't start it, obviously. Duh. And they are reunited with... Reignited. Reunited. It's the allergies that stop me from breathing. Anyway. And they are reunited with their mother and their newborn brother. The four retreat to the basement. And when the monster who has killed their father returns, the daughter realizes realizes it was a sound from her consular implant that distressed the monster. So she turns it back on and places it onto a microphone to amplify the feedback. And let me take a break by saying, I really wish that I could give this the emotions that the movie gave me during this point. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really trying. I'm just, you can never say that I did not put blood, sweat, and tears into this. Because I feel like dookie new news. Blood, sweat, tears, and nasal spray. And nasal spray. So, anyway. In pain, the creature exposes the flesh beneath its armored face, which looks kind of like a Demogorgon from Stranger Things, but I looked it up. I looked it up. Who would win a fight? Demogorgon or the monster from Quiet Place? Answer is a monster from Quiet Place. Why is that? Because Demogorgons can be shot and killed. Boom. That is movie science gotcha guys anyway so when it exposes its flesh beneath its armored face it allows them to finally kill it with a shotgun slug shots can kill 90 percent of anything in north america and that includes aliens apparently <laughs> so looking at the security cameras around the house they see that more creatures are coming in attracted by the sound of the shotgun blast and they are kind of sort of fucked. So, armed with their new weapons, they get ready to take them on in a fight. and movie. So, Connie, would you like to do the fun facts or do you want me to do the fun facts? I can do the fun facts if you'd like. I'll let you do the fun facts because your boy needs to take some deep breaths. Absolutely. So, the film drew inspiration from Aliens, No Country for Old Men, and In the Bedroom. I don't know exactly how. Title of your sex tape. It's also probably the title of a movie, <laughs> but I don't know how. It's just that's what that's what it said. So the movie actually only contains about 25 lines of voice dialogue. You know, it's a quiet place. 
Um, the final look of the creature wasn't fully figured out until very late in the process in post-production. And I'm glad that they took their time on it, honestly. So the last one that it's kind of, bear with me. It was initially intended to tie into the Cloverfield franchise. Instead, when Paramount got the script, they decided that it would be that they would do a standalone movie, not in a franchise, which relieved the screenwriters. They said, as filmgoers, we crave new and original ideas. It's comic books, it's remakes, it's sequels, you know, that's what they said. But everything out there right now is very copied, very just redone, rebooted. Um, so having this original idea was really appealing to them. I'm actually pretty glad that it didn't get tied into Cloverfield. Yeah, while I agree, it would have made a better movie than Paradox. Um, yeah, no. I, Paradox? I, no, I think Paradox is amazing. Really? I think Paradox is way better than the first one. The first one was Shaky Cam. Yeah, the sh- first one was and weird. you never get to see the monsters. You get to see, like, little aliens. But, I mean, I think... And then 10 Cloverfield Lane, like, was very weirdly tied in. Yeah. It was only tied in because aliens yeah like it didn't make any sense really no they have a third one paradox oh no no no! i'm sorry i said paradox was great i meant 10 cloverfield lane Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. that's the better one that's the one yeah, that has paradox was the one in space right that's the one that has a ramona in it it's 10 cloverfield lane that's the one that i liked oh, okay then yeah that one was that one's good it just it barely tied in cloverfield yeah. but but she does go to houston really yeah they Weird. give us a shout out baby mm-hmm I'm going to still do it even when I'm sick. So now we're going to be getting into not necessarily the twin of this movie, but something a little similar. Like, so Connie, would you like to take on the plot of Bird Box? Yeah, it's like a distant cousin to A Quiet Place. Yes. So this movie begins in a post-apocalyptic world where a woman named Mallory and two children who only go by boy and girl are planning a trip down the river in a rowboat to get to a safe haven. The thing is, there are monsters out there that they cannot look at, otherwise they'll go crazy, so they have to take this trip blindfolded. She tells them not to remove their blindfolds or they'll die. This movie alternates between flashbacks from five years prior and current day telling you what happened to get them here, and eventually where their journey ends. So, five years earlier, earlier, we see that Mallory is pregnant. Are you sick too? Don't jinx me. <laughs> we see that Mallory is pregnant. On the TV, we see that there are mass suicides happening in Romania, completely unexplained, and the phenomena is spreading across Europe. So after Mallory and her sister leave the hospital after a routine checkup, they see a woman bashing her head into a window and chaos erupting, and then her sister sees something and then starts crying, deliberately crashes (laughs) crashes the car, and flips her car with them both inside, seemingly frightened by something. She needs some milk. I'm sorry, that's the only time I could ever say that. I have no idea what you're talking about. You've never heard that? No. Oh, you're so sheltered. Okay. So, they both survive, but the sister walks in front of a truck, killing herself, and while Mallory runs, she ends up falling in front of a house. So, a lady from the house Mallory fell in front of comes out, and she tells Mallory to come inside. Before she can help her up, though, she starts talking to her mother, just a, a weird entity, She starts talking to her mother, who is deceased, and then she walks into a burning car, sits inside of it, and they watch it explode. So that's great. A man named Tom helps Mallory up, and they both run into the house, followed by a cop named Lucy. She says she's she's a cop, but she's actually just in the academy. Um, Already inside the house is the husband, the homeowner, two guys, one woman, and a couple who leave to save their son and are never heard from again, presumably dead. 
One of the guys suspects that this is a demonic entity invading Earth, driving everyone who looks at it crazy. Um, so they all decide to hide in the house and they cover all the windows and lock all the doors. So they just pull the blinds out, pull all the blinds down, eventually newspaper over the windows and board up, you know, windows, stuff like that to just, you know, completely dark inside. So after this, we flash to current day where they're six hours into their trip on the river. Mallory attempts to contact the safe haven via radio, but here's the entity whis- entity whispering her name. This is also when we see that birds that she brought with her chirp when the entity is nearby. So they're kind of silent, but then whenever they feel it around, they go nuts. So back in the past, they're all listening to a radio transmission telling them to stay indoors, do not go outside, do not look outside, because seeing the entity drives you insane. They're forming a plan to go outside and get more food because, of course, they have quite a few people and a pregnant woman in the house, so they'll need it soon. During this, they hear a knock on the door. It's a woman named Olympia who is begging to be let in. She's actually wearing like a sleeping, you know, like the sleeping mask to go over your eyes. Uh-huh. She's wearing one of those is like walking through a neighborhood. Um, she lives like a few blocks away, but she's also pregnant, so that's fun. They do let her in, though. So the homeowner then realizes that he has security cameras and maybe they can see the entities through that in order to go to the store. You know, kind of like how if you look at a, at a basilisk directly, you'll die. But if you see it indirectly, you'll only be paralyzed. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down because like, I'm a Harry Potter nerd too. Well, he's thinking that, hey, if we don't look at them directly, then maybe we'll be safe. Like we won't see them. Um, so we won't die or go crazy. So anyways, it doesn't work. They tie him up to a chair so he doesn't hurt anybody else just in case he goes crazy. Um, But then he kills himself. So after that, the others smash the computer monitor so no one else will be able to see the entity and, you know, be driven insane. So back on the river, we're 14 hours in. The entities are able to yell out, sounding like humans, asking if Mallory and the kids need help, telling him it's okay to take their blindfolds off. He has food, but they're smarter than that, so they don't. It even takes on a human shape or seemingly possessing a human who's been infected to try and infect others. Mallory kills the man, but he manages to say it must cleanse the world. Everyone must look. So I really don't know what's going on here. Going back to the past, they're leaving to go get more food. One of the guys in the house who works at a grocery store, he says he locked it up when things got crazy, so it should be fully stocked. They all black out the windows of a car and they use the GPS and proximity sensors to guide them to the store. They also put duct tape over the backup camera, which I thought was pretty genius because can you imagine like making it all the way to the store, getting food, and then all of a sudden going to back out and you see an entity and you all just go crazy right then and there? Well, see, that was my thing. I thought that you said that like if you don't look at it directly, you're fine. No, no. That's what I think the homeowner was thinking. Oh, okay, okay. That's what he was thinking. Like, if you don't look at it directly, you'll be okay. So that's why he thought he was going to be, he was like, it's all pixels. You know, it's fine. I'm not looking at it in its full being. Right. But no, it's still same thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they black out all the windows on a car. They use the GPS and proximity sensors to guide them. They put a piece of duct tape over the backup camera. All that hella blue. So, really fun. Um, while they're driving, because, you know, they're using proximity sensors and they're not looking and they're driving over all these dead bodies. So that's great. So they get to the grocery store. They stock up on everything that they might need, liquor, radios, canned goods, etc. Mallory even grabs the pet birds that we see with, with her later. 
But the guy who worked at the grocery store hears one of his old coworkers begging for help. And he soon realizes that he's being used by the entities the same way the man on the river was. So in order to save the rest of the group, he sacrifices himself so everyone can get back to the house safely. So that night, they hear the car that they just used screeching out of the driveway. Um, that's when the character that MGK plays and the cop lady, uh, they ran away together. They died. Yeah, they're gone. I guarantee they're gone. Oh, yeah. no, I think MGK said something in an interview like, yeah, he believes that they died. <laughs> it's confirmed. Yeah. So back on the river, um, it's been 24 hours. The entities try to get Mallory when she stops for supplies, but she and the kids quickly ba- get back on the river and continue racing not racing, rowing, well, I guess racing, towards safety. No one is answering the radio yet, so that's nice. So we are back to the past, and Olympia, the second pregnant lady, is trying to let another stranger into the house without consulting anyone else. So that's really smart of her. So he said that he's looking for refuge since the place he was staying at with friends was broken into by crazy people from an insane asylum um that were forcing their eyes open to look at the monsters saying how beautiful they were and how they need to look but somehow he was like oh my friend tackled the monster and i got away so he didn't look so he says these people wanted to see they weren't wearing blindfolds they were just crazy people so the husband of the woman who died in the beginning objects to this trying to force the man out of the house but another woman in the home knocks him out and they lock him in the garage So that's great for him. Now back to the river, we see it's been 28 hours and girl is playing with a Hello Kitty toy that we saw Mallory give to Olympia as a gift for her baby. So we're able to conclude that girl is Olympia's daughter. She tells the kids that at some point they're going to have to look at the river to tell her where to steer and boy volunteers to look. But Mallory quickly says, no, she'll decide because, you know, that's her son. Like we know her true feelings. So back in the house in the past, Mallory is still trying to reach out to anyone through the radio. Both Mallory and Olympia go into labor at the same time, though. But Mallory is preparing for Olympia's birth, ignoring her own obvious labor until she's forced upstairs by Tom, the godsend angel that he is. So meanwhile, the new house guest is looking over the drawings, over his drawings, sorry, of the entities. The drawings that he drew because he's seen he's seen them because he's crazy and he's putting Mallory's birds in the freezer preventing them from making any noise he's also busy opening all the blinds taking off the newspapers off the windows knocking Tom out opening the garage killing the guy locked in there you know just casual stuff so the new guy makes his way to the birthing room that's what I'm calling it now where he opens the blinds and rips off the newspaper from the window this is after they've given birth by the way so they have two newborn babies in there Mallory jumps into action. She immediately doesn't look. She's trying to convince Olympia to give the baby to her because Olympia, the blind was right in front of her. She's already seen. So she took the kids. She hid under the covers and Olympia jumped out the window. So that's great. The old woman, Cheryl, who knocked out the husband earlier and who's helping them give birth. um, She, her eyes are forced open and she's forced to look at the entities and she stabs herself in the neck with the scissors she used to cut the umbilical cords. So that's really great. And then the husband comes in. He somehow managed to make it out of the garage because, you know, the guy opened up the garage, but he somehow managed to make it back in the house. I don't know. Um, Anyways, he comes in with a shotgun, but only shoots the, the new crazy guy in the arm and is then stabbed with scissors as well. So Tom... He wakes up from his unconscious state and comes to the rescue, shooting the new guy and killing him, coming to save Mallory and the babies. This is Black Tom, correct? Yes, Black Tom. Marvel joke. Okay. I don't get it, but okay. 
It's a Deadpool reference. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so now we jump to five years later after Tom rescues Mallory and the babies. Um, this is before the river trip, though. So Tom and Mallory have been living together and raising the kids, obviously in a romantic relationship with each other. But Mallory is growing worried due to the large amount of survivors. Well, I don't know if I would necessarily call them survivors. Just people who want to force others' eyes open to see the beautiful, beautiful entities. Um, But she's crossing paths with way too many of them during her supply runs and she's getting nervous. So... They receive a radio transmission from a guy named Rick who tells them there's a safe haven hidden in the forest and he tells them the journey is dangerous with kids but to follow the river and the sounds of the bird to find it. So while they're preparing to take this journey, the crazies who don't want to wear blindfolds cross their path and Tom tells Mallory to take the kids and run while he distracts them. Of course, they're determined to make Tom see but he shoots all of them before killing himself after seeing the entity. Following his instructions to leave if he's not back after a certain time, Mallory takes the kids and begins their journey down the river. So now that our storylines have caught up to one another and we are 42 hours in on the river trip, they've reached the rapids. You remember when somebody's going to have to look. So who is going to look again is once up for debate. And this time girl volunteers because she can sense like, look, boy already volunteered. Mallory was like, no, absolutely not. I'll decide. And so girls like I'll do it. And Mallory gets flashbacks of Olympia and she's like, no, I'll decide. And then after, you know, thinking about it, she decides nobody's going to look. They're just going to wing it. Unfortunately, this means the boat flips and they all fall out, including the birds that warn them against the entities. So Mallory is able to grab boy in the water and girl on land who has the birds with her. They all survive. The entities get stronger. Even the birds? Even the birds. Yay. In their box. (laughs) Bird box. Roll credits. So the entities get stronger the closer they get to the safe haven and Mallory falls down a hill separating herself from boy and girl and then they get separated from each other as well because remember they're blindfolded. So she's knocked unconscious for a moment but soon wakes up and realizes oh shit where are my children. So the entities try to get both boy and girl to take off their blindfolds you know impersonating Mallory saying it's safe it's fine but neither of them do. Mallory gets to them before they do. The last bits of the movie are them being chased by the entity, which can't touch you, but is filling their heads with noises and making things too loud. I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to be able to touch you unless it possesses a human, but it's all just very weird. It's like Toby overload. Yeah, it's so overwhelming. Granted, Toby could touch you. Toby don't give a fuck. Yeah, these things I didn't think could touch you, but they can definitely like rustle leaves and gusts of wind. (laughs) So Mallory and the kids arrive at the safe haven where their eyes are checked to make sure they're not crazies because when you do see these things, your eyes go some sort of like cloudy, bright color. I really don't know how to explain it, but you could tell. So we then see that this was actually a school for the blind and Rick is also blind. So they're able to go outside where there's enough brush and birds covering the sky so the light comes through but not the entity. In this safe haven, Mallory sees her old doctor and tells the kids that their names are Olympia and Tom. And that's where the movie ends. White Tom. <laughs> yeah. Now he a white Tom. So, Rico, do you want to read the fun facts for us? Sure. You try. Let me just turn this computer without making too many noises. All right. So, the film is based on a 2014 novel, Bird Box, by Josh Mallerman. The second fun fact is that some people assume that this film was trying to copy or cash in on A Quiet Place... Uh, and their success, but the rights of the movie were actually 
option back in 2019 or sorry 2013 not 19 Ooh. <laughs> prior to even the book's release a year before a quiet place years before a quiet place years you know what I mean. you got it it's okay he's sick so the third one is that this was actually sandra bullock's first horror movie since the vanishing in 1993 because she's not a fan of horror movies yeah and you know she originally turned down this role really yeah, I don't know what made her reconsider, but I read that her and the director both originally turned it down. Weird. I didn't know that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and the last one is that the monsters actually never revealed, but the producers did want it to appear at some point. They designed the creature and shot a scene with one, and Sandra Bullock described it as a green man with a hor- horrific baby face. It was scrapped because it made the movie a comedy at that point because she could not stop laughing at the way that it looked. Okay, really quick. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I was told that it looked like it had. It was like a snake with a baby's face, not a man with a baby's face. Okay, I'm going to show it to you. Okay. You ready? Yeah. So on the right, it's going to be a picture of what the crazy guy drew as like his drawing uh-huh. of the entity. And you then, actually put this in the slide? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then the left one is going to be what they actually made and okay. shot the scene with. Oh. Those look nothing alike. Those those do not. Imagine, like, seeing that shit. Yeah, that baby just looks like... <laughs> that thing looks like... <laughs> that looks, it like, looks Voldemort. like a baby that needs some lotion. <laughs> that looks like Voldemort and Nagini had a child. Hold on. Had a child. And then that child had an allergic reaction to something. It looks like Benjamin Button, but his face looks like New Mexico's desert. It's And he's supposed to be green. Yeah. Like, I don't know what this veiny thing was, but he's supposed to be green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. Right? That's pretty bad. Imagine if, you, that, if I had seen that at the movie. Look, it would not be as good as it was. No. I think they did the best work they could by not showing the monster in this movie. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> okay, so in terms of sequels, because, of course, these movies did really, really well. Even um, Bird Box. Uh, yeah, Bird Box. For it being a Netflix original, they estimated it to made have to have made, like, I think $98 million in the box office if it did premiere. So A Quiet Place 2 has already been released, and we've already seen it. So... Our thoughts on it are, we're not going to give you any spoilers, but I thought it was pretty good. It was Um, worth watching, in my opinion. I thought it was good until the ending. I mean, yeah, the ending was kind of shit, but... Uh, I wasn't going to say all that. That's giving a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, the movie itself was good until the ending, but... It wasn't shit. It just lets you know that there's a third one, but, like, in a way that... How do I explain it? It didn't really resolve. Like, it didn't give you that feeling of this was accomplished. I think they left it open in order to make a third one if they wanted to. Yeah. But I definitely see why John Krasinski insisted that it was a movie theater movie. Yeah, definitely. It, definitely. it would not have made the impact it no, did if we I can watch it. it at home and be like, all right, that was a good movie. No, definitely not. Um, but... In terms of Bird Box, Josh Mallerman, the author of Bird Box, has already written a sequel to his novel called Mallory. And he said that the movie sequel is already in development, but we have Valerie. I know. Okay. Uh, He said the movie sequel is already in development, but we have no clue when it will release. But in the book, as far as I know, they escape from the safe haven because something goes wrong. And then it flash forwards to 10 years later when they're teenagers. A demon gets inside. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. So, something that the movie didn't get that the book did was that in the sanctuary, it's not that, like, they could see or whatever the case may be. Everybody cut out their fucking eyes. Really? They gouged their eyes out. Weird. That's why they were able to all live in the safe haven. Because you can't see the demon. So what does it matter if the demon got in? I mean, I'm just saying like in the movie or like in the sequel. like. But no, like I'm saying in a book, in the book's term, like why would it matter if a demon got in if nobody could see it anyways? Like, I think they expand or something like that, like that more people came in or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to lie and tell you all something fucked up and crazy. Y'all read the books. Whoever fucking read the book, <laughs> you fucking tell me. Well, Email yeah. me. Yeah, so um, apparently, flash forwards 10 years later when they are teenagers, and of course, teenagers are rebellious, so they're dealing with that. We do have a few honorable mentions, though. Um, movies that had the same type of kind of movie, I guess. Feels like yeah. the senses. Yeah, and it's typically, I think both of them are hearing, like you can't hear instead of you can't see. I'm right. sure there are ones where you can't see, but these are just the ones that we kind of came up with on the fly that have been popular movies. I think I would personally, like if we threw that in the race, I would definitely prefer not to hear. I'd prefer to go deaf and be like, what's her name from A Quiet Place? The main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant like Daughter, for the honorable sister. mention. No, 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 I'm saying like for the honorable mention, you know how like in the beginning we did the, would you rather be not be able to talk? Uh, or, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I absolutely. think I prefer being fucking deaf. I'd not be able to hear anything. Yep. I mean, I, granted, I don't know how a monster would work like that. Like, what? Do you just have to wear earplugs the entire time? Yeah. It screeches so loud it disrupts your equilibrium. Okay. I don't okay. know. I don't know. All right. Sound village up in this bitch. For real. Okay. So, a couple honorable mentions. Rico, do you want to start us off? Yes. So, um, my movie that I said was an honorable mention was a movie Hush, and it came out in 2016. Uh, it features an actual human killer instead of monsters, aliens, or entities, and a deaf writer who retreated into the woods to live in solidarity, um, and she must fight for her life in silence when a mass killer appears at her window. That was a summary, in case the quotation marks didn't give it away for no, you. No, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. You knew but, what you were reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Um, but see, like... My problem with that movie. Okay, but I didn't watch the other movie, so... No, no, that's fine. I I I just want to say real quick. My problem with that movie is... Why? Why? Like, why? Because people are crazy. For real. Like, you know you're deaf, so you move into the woods. Oh, because she's a writer who has to, like, channel her energy. YouTube that shit. She can't fucking hear, Rico. How are you going to tell me shh, but then like... Because you were being very, very loud. And then you yell at me? No, if you <laughs> look at mine. Sense. If you look at mine, I didn't get nearly as loud anyway, as you did. Anyway, it still doesn't make sense. It like, doesn't make sense to YouTube. There's lying... Yes, it does. You can read captions. Rico. She's not blind. Being in the air, like the energy, the environment... Like, I can't just YouTube Being a video of... Being in the of, environment of lions, tigers, bears, cougars, reptiles, alligators. I'm just saying all the things that can attack you out. She's literally in the woods. Foxes, wolves, 
uh, wombats. I'm pretty sure she just has like a car to go to the store. I'm, I don't think it's like in the middle of like snakes. The Appalachia. Appalachia. She can still get hit by a rattlesnake because Rico. she didn't hear it. Rico. She stepped on it. Rico. I mean, bro, I'm just saying why. There are deaf people who live in the country. You know that, right? Like, yee-yee, country. By themselves? I'm pretty sure they can. It's not, like, an issue. I mean, it's not an issue. I just want to know, like, for the sake of the movie, why? Because she wanted to. Fuck it. She's a writer. She has to channel her creative energy. I guess. I mean, it just don't make no fucking sense. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But we're, we're not writers. You never know. We might be covering the Jungle Book one day and book a fucking Jungle Cruise. No. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Moving on. So, honorable mention, Hush. Hush. Would you recommend watching no. it? No. Fuck no. It was okay. dumb. Your laptop's about to die, so I'm going to try to get this out really quickly. The next one is The Silence. It came out in 2019, so it is the latest release out of all these. It has the same plot as A Quiet Place literally the same but the novel was written three years before a quiet place came out so you know do without what you will the plot is when the world is under attack from creatures who hunt their prey by sound a teenager who lost her hearing at 13 and her family seek safety in a remote refuge however they discover a cult who are eager to exploit their heightened her heightened senses and that was a plot that one has kieran and shipka does it yeah i like her i like her too um we had a third one but Where's we don't know where it went thank you i need that charger no, the third one I scrapped. What did you have? Don't breathe. Just because oh. everyone everywhere mentioned it. Um, but I just Again, it just goes with senses. No, don't breathe. It's about people robbing this old man. Oh Yeah. I remember that movie. And he's I think he is blind. He's blind, but he has super hearing. Well not yeah. super hearing. He's not like fucking daredevil. Or no, anything. but like of course, like when you lose one sense, yeah, one becomes more heightened. heightened. Yeah, and I just, I felt that it, it didn't tie in the same way. There's no aliens or anything like that. No, so. no, no, definitely not. Um, that's the movie where somebody gets fucking impregnated by a turkey baster. Yes. And then he gets throated. I do not by... know. Ooh, <laughs> it's gross. Anyway, um, yeah, if you had to pick one of these two movies, what would you pick? Um, Personally, I'm picking A Quiet Place. Really? John yeah. Krasinski? It's it's not about him. I don't know why you keep thinking I like him. Because you always said that you liked him. No, he's a cool character. That's I he's like a cool him. guy. It's, I don't I personally have a crush like on him. Krasinski. You have a crush on him, I, I know. I definitely do have a crush on Charles Krasinski. But so I just I like it because it's a little bit more like I don't know, well done in my opinion. More horror movie ish. Okay. Like Bird Box, Sandra Bullock is the only thing really like holding that together. I don't know. I just feel like there are more plot holes. I thought Machine Gun Kelly held it pretty good. He did. Um, Until he decided to fucking run away with some girl. Yep. So. Um, if I had to choose between the two, I thought Bird Box was very suspenseful. Um, I really liked the fact that you couldn't see the monster. Because had they had Baby Reptile, I would have probably like shit myself laughing. But A Quiet Place was awesome, personally. I will say, though, as opposed to the second one... We were laughing a lot throughout the first one. Like, the silence was just too silent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely I definitely feel that. It's just, I think also it's because my sister was there that that's why we kept laughing. Because she was getting very mad at us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 
definitely added fuel to the fire. But I don't know, like the second one just felt a little more like put together. Yeah. Oh, did you know that um concession stands concession stand, um, like snack sales were down when people went to go watch a quiet place? Like that compared to all the other movies that were premiering during that time, like people bought less snacks for a quiet place than anything else. For the first one or the second one? For the first one. Really? You know why? Why? Because you're supposed to be quiet. Why, I guess. Why are you going to go buy Skittles or M&M's? I guess. I think that would have been better for the second one. I mean, granted, they can fucking make that happen. The second one? The... And I know we're not trying to compare, like, the first and the second one. Um, but I will say I did like how they highlighted the sounds in the second one more, like, when it's supposed to be quiet. Right. Like, the few sounds that there are, they did highlight yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know that, like, this one is a little more risky. You know what I mean? As opposed to the yeah. first one. The first one's kind of, like, accidental sounds. Yeah, like, everything is silent, and then all of a sudden something happens, and it really just, like, kind of scares you. Right. Yeah, I this mean, one, like, you can hear the subtle crunching of leaves and, like, the little creaks on doors that they, they, that they get away with. Right. And, I mean, like... Like I said, the second one just felt a little more risky as far as like if you heard water tapping, it was supposed to be there. Yeah. Or like if you heard like something like tapping, that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like... Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Constant oh, shit. It's like, she stepped on a nail. She's going to scream. No, she doesn't. It's actually the glass that falls and breaks. Right. Yeah. And that's just what I feel like is just not as great but comparing the first quiet place to bird box oh i already said the quiet place okay yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. yeah yeah um one because john krasinski i love krasinski. him i know okay it's just i feel but yeah, i feel you that's kind of hard to say john krasinski okay. anyway uh and then two i like the deaf girl like the deaf character i love movies with deaf people in it i think i'm starting to get a thing for that like king kong the little girl's actually yeah. deaf too. I mean, I like the representation that's, that's happening. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. like I, I have a thing for that. Like, I think that's actually really cool. Like, not that you have a thing because it sounds very bad when you say not like a, thing a for fetish it. for it. But I, it's a movie fetish. It's one of those things that, like, whenever you see it, you're kind of like, that's really dope to see. Like, it's cool to see Hollywood becoming more inclusive. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and not having like hearing actors play these deaf characters i think having somebody who's actually deaf play these characters is a big stepping stone yeah i definitely agree i mean i don't know i'm ready to see somebody who's blind in a movie that'd be cool like in the avatar movie if they casted somebody that's actually blind for toff yeah Ooh, interesting i don't know <laughs> like i said it's it's not a weird fetish don't make it a fetish i'm just He's rambling. Speaking my mind. Well, since I know this is kind of a shorter episode. If you were to recommend one, what would you pick? Uh, See. Like somebody who's never seen either one of them. Honestly, I'd probably recommend them watch Bird Box. Really? Just because I feel like you have to, you have to be in a mood for A Quiet Place. Yeah. Whereas Bird Box. And you have to have the ambiance. Yeah. Like Like it's no longer in theaters. So you have to be like, look. Go into your game room if you have a game room. Dim if the not, lights. If not, like, fucking close everything in your house. Fucking lock everything. Well, it's just like Bird Box is one of those movies. Like, it's very intriguing. Like, 
the production quality is a one it's pretty well lit it's not like it's not suspenseful necessarily right i don't know i personally yeah i personally like quiet place better but bird box would be my recommendation well that's what i'm saying like you'd have to like tell somebody like set the fucking mood to do a quiet place yeah that's not just like a i got home from work let me throw something on right like bird box you can bird box you can definitely do that too i remember just getting off work and just being like fuck i'm just gonna watch bird box and it doesn't need a certain type of mood it's just cool like it's a good movie it's it's a good watch yeah um like if they played that shit on tv and i caught it like halfway through i'd be like all right cool and then bird box is one of those movies where it's not scary it's just suspenseful yeah Mm mm-hmm and that's something that I liked about that movie, too. It, it relieves the, oh, shit, scary monster is going to give me, like, nightmares. Jump scare or anything. Yeah. Well, that's another thing about um, A Quiet Place 2. That one was more suspenseful than the first. Definitely. In my opinion. Like I said, everything was a lot more risky, too. Yeah. Just, like, you were fucking... I remember, like, in the theaters, I was sitting there like, oh, my God, come on. Would you watch A Quiet Place 2 again? I think so. Like, would you pay to watch it again at the movie theater? If would I go to the movie theater another time to see it? Probably yeah. not, just because I personally don't believe in paying to see movies twice in theaters oh, unless baby. I really love it. Baby. I watched the first Deadpool like nine times. I believe it. In like one week. I believe it. <laughs> if I had like the AMC A listers pass where I could see three movies per week for twenty dollars, um yeah, I probably I mean, we can go like on Tuesday. We can go on a Tuesday for it. Yeah, no problem. So you you would definitely go for a Tuesday, $5 For movie. a Tuesday, but not a full price movie. Okay. Tuesday matinee. Or? three fifty. No, I'm kidding. AMC. If you would like to sponsor us, I will definitely take a subscription to your A-listers. Dude, if AMC wants to sponsor us, I would take 12 free movie tickets. Like one free movie a month. Yeah. For a deal. That'd be cool. I mean, like you can use it whenever you want. Yeah. But like you'd ration 12 it. tickets for the, the yeah. year i'd do that and then like a couple bucks on top i mean not even a couple bucks on top just give me like a half off your pizza you're still making money off of no me. fuck you <laughs> i want the money i i want to do this full time i believe you so um i think that about wraps it up like which one would you recommend bird box bird box yeah yeah, yeah. okay well i know we're both i'm starting to feel a little icky i I'm know you're not still feeling definitely great. feeling icky and i gotta go to work tomorrow me too. <laughs> That's really fun for both of Please us. Please help us. Please help us make this a permanent job so we don't have to go to work. Granted, I probably will because I literally cannot stop working. I probably would not. And I would get so much notes done. I know. You would run our podcast so efficiently. Um, Mine is the, the fucking social meds. I suck at social meds. Oh, God. Me too at this point. You do suck at social meds right now. All yeah. right. Well, uh, speaking of social meds, if you would like to follow us, you can find us at Breakout the Popcorn on Instagram, Facebook, BreakoutThePopcorn at gmail.com. You can email us there. You can also follow us, follow us on Twitter. I've I've posted. We, we have two posts, maybe three. At BOTP Podcast. Um, what else is that? Is that it? Um, t-shirts designs might be coming soon because I have a new plug for them. You have a new plug for t-shirts? Yes, I do. Oh. And you know them. I do? Uh-huh. Oh. You don't know them. Yeah, I do know them. Veronica. Yeah, it yeah, is Veronica. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we didn't shout you out. Don't take that as a shout out. Stop it. Stop, stop that smile. It's not a shout out. Unless you like actually do our shirts. Anyway. Moving on. Um, um, yeah, I got the uh, Prince 
for our official logo. Yes, and our stickers. Yeah. So, so we might... I, I don't want to change it. I don't... I mean, we can change it on Spotify. Because Spotify will let you have multiple pictures okay. of the artist or whatever. So, like, we we'll might talk put it about up it. there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll shop it outside we'll of the podcast. It, yeah. All right, Rico, you ready to um, take us out? That's how you do roll credits in ASL. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.